0: basement bookers podcast hello everybody and welcome to the basement bookers podcast it's your boy basement chair one half of the basement bookers podcast with the reigning defending Kurt Angle's favorite champion because he looks like a little boy in a man's world
1: in a man's world and I'm a man who Play with boys. What no, no, no. Wait, wait. rich Torres. <laughs> thank you thank you i am your champ for like 55 days or so i didn't that, do that would math. have been I'm definitely unfair.
0: better if you were clean shaven i just needed to get that out there by <laughs> way. I, yeah I'm like yeah, saying this yeah. as i'm looking at your beard i'm like Man, yeah well, yeah all yeah the sucks. beard
1: the gray in the beard i think it proved you wrong there
0: whatever i'm just gonna switch your picture to Bald face, you right there. There you go, and damn it, yeah, he's back. All right, I had to make it quick because I didn't <laughs> it's want a bald to... bald face lie. Yeah, you're a bald face liar, so you should have a bald face. <laughs> oh,
1: oh man,
0: but you know who is bald? <laughs> the Undertaker.
1: Oh, is he? I
0: don't know. No, Undertaker's not bald, right?
1: No, Can you imagine
0: not- he just has like a wig, like he takes his hat off and the hair comes off with it. And he's just uh, like, look at what you've created, you know, like Kane. Yeah, that was, that was really strange. That was like, that's not his hair. It took a it took a while to get used to that. I feel like for everybody to adjust to uh, Kane without the Jerry curl, uh, you know, you gotta.
1: Yeah, it was.
0: It was implied, you know, and it wasn't there, you know. <laughs>
1: like who has? Hair on their mask.
0: Uh, you know, people who can't like grow hair because they were burned in a fire set by their brother.
1: But the mask—I don't know. I didn't. Or I didn't get it then. Fire. I don't get it now. Yeah. Well, that's either here nor there. That's right, Rich. Well, because we got to talk about what's causing all this, don't what's we? What's
0: causing all this? Uh, well, yeah. You know what? I should have did for the segue because Pierce is also bald. And I think I realize that they are Triple H, longtime listener of the Basement Booker's podcast, uh, closet listener of the Basement Booker's podcast. He's not out of the closet yet, guys. Just give him some time. Mm -hmm. But already, he's copied the GM of Riz's Raw. One bald guy for another bald guy. Then he goes out there to get a handsome Englishman to be the GM of SmackDown, obviously copying Jared SmackDown, uh, obviously, uh, because I would manage that show. Uh, but I didn't have a self insert. So, if anything, uh, Rich to Riz is the best uh, Riz's Raw GM, probably, right? I, probably in the history of Riz's Raw, I think.
1: I think so. Thank so, you.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, there's, it's the best one since the last one, basically. Remind
1: yeah. me who's your GM? I don't remember.
0: Uh it depended for for a while it was Angelo Dawkins. Who's a man of many talents.
1: He is. That's right. Your dude, your Dawkins was awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think the closest self insert was Kid Kayak and he just got beat up all the time. So he never really got over, brother. But No, he was that out that, there.
1: that that kid was over with the book of us. He, was, he over was over in it. our hearts.
0: Yeah, uh, R.I.P. Kit Kayak will never know what happened to you after you got lost in that storm. Blue In chipper. your kayak, try to kayak around the world.
1: Well, if he ever shows up here on the Island of Relevancy, I'll let you know, I promise. Yeah,
0: hopefully he doesn't wind up in tribal prison. Uh, he's too much of a free spirit. He'll never accept a chief, any kind of leader. So uh, we'll see what happens. But speaking of leaders, uh, we are now in... The week of the potato, the hot potato, Richter is because the judgment day has uh reclaimed the tag team undisputed red, white, and blue, silver, dime, nickel championships.
1: Yes, they um, have, and uh, I still say, with the judgment day having the titles, if they are going to debut. A singular pair of belts for the tag titles. Now is the time. Judgment Day's colors being black and purple. When you mix red and blue together, you get purple.
0: But they're right gonna there. have to make new belts,
1: right? They did. They did it with the world title. They did it. With, they made a new uh, women's world title. Yeah, you know what? Just more make merch. It purple, I guess. They like, purple like reminds of uh, two hundred
0: five. I think of 205 a little bit, but I I don't
1: mind. I mean, whatever, just do it. I think Judgment Day reappropriated it.
0: I'm old school. You know, I I like uh, like a like a black strap uh, gold. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't see why the the tag team championships have to like look like it look like tertiary titles. You know what I mean? It doesn't. That's one thing I'll say that AEW does better. The AEW Tag Team Championships, they kind of look like two world titles, like a little bit. You know, That's true,
1: but but uh, tag teams is a focus of AEW.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying there. Uh, well, at least pretend that this is a focus for you. Like, there's some people out there, I'm sure, maybe they, I don't know what the minority majority is, that love Tag team wrestling, mm-hmm. like you know that's could, their thing.
1: You know what, what WWE them? could do. Sorry to talk over you. It's okay. Go ahead. You, you know what you w- could do, like have the tag titles have the strappy purple, but have like the 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 main WWE logo, like the world title as the main logo. i will just say tag team champion on it.
0: Yeah, something. They, tag team champion should have plates too.
1: Why not? Absolutely, go for it.
0: That's it. Should be the same. Like it Judgment should be dead,
1: like Priest and Balor.
0: Yeah. Just do that. It's fine. Like they're not gonna be better. It's not just because they look better doesn't mean people are gonna go around thinking, you know what, those are awesome. Why would I ever wanna be the world champion when I could just be one half of a duo? Right. My belt looks great. No, yeah. it's about the prestige of the world mm-hmm. heavyweight champion also. It's
1: a yeah, bit... the, yeah, there's there's something there's, there's uh there's a different kind of pride to be a singles champion, to be the man of the company, than to be a tag team champion. Whereas you're like you you're one of the two best tag partners in the company. And it's it's a whole it's a whole different dynamic. And we know historically WWE there's a major failing in a focus on the tag team division.
0: Well, you know something rich there is. Nick Aldis knows a little bit about 10 pounds of gold, uh, which leads us into what we were talking about because Jimmy J, J, Jimmy, Jimmy, J cost J, Jimmy, J, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy J, main mm-hmm. event J, mm-hmm. the tag team championships. And when J, Jimmy, Jimmy, J, J, Jimmy showed up to save Cena, mm-hmm. Nick Aldis... Had a problem with that.
1: Yep. And not having all that.
0: He wasn't having all this. He had fine Jay Uso ten thousand dollars for showing up, which stiff. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. All right. And also having Pierce escorted from the building with Jay.
1: Two questions. Why was Pierce there?
0: That's a good okay. question.
1: Okay. Why was he there? Number two. He couldn't get a... getting his stuff, right? Number two, <laughs> how does a promotion cut your power in half? What do you
0: mean by that? Oh, Pierce right. is now, now only like, in
1: control of Raw.
0: How is that a promotion? I guess because he wasn't the Raw GM before. He was never. He wasn't granted that title specifically.
1: Okay, fair, fair. Yeah, it's it's a, it is it's confusing though. Less power, higher title. I'll like I'll just I'll just follow I'll just follow it and go with it.
0: Yeah, me too, man. It's like he does have a point here. However, <laughs> there's other things like th- let's not stop the world over it. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. We gotta find out what's causing all this.
0: It looks like uh, Nick. All this is uh, he's not he's not taking no mess. Nope. And we'll see how the tribal chief handles that mm. because next week they'll be back. And there's a contract signing. Mm-hmm. So Nick Aldis, as the Raw the SmackDown GM, will be there. And I'm guessing he wouldn't want any issues mm-hmm. to mess with his main event
1: match. One other thing that bugged me was that Aldis was, like, when it was announced last week that Aldis was the uh, new SmackDown GM, was he just sitting ringside?
0: He was just there,
1: right? So, like, for the, for the people in attendance did he walk out with triple h did they they obviously got a preview i, I wonder I, yeah i wonder if that was done so that on tv it dulls any sort of pop for him cuz the crowd didn't pop for him at all when when he was announced presumably the people that are there that saw him walk out presumably with triple h or like even triple h being out there and he was out there at the same time triple h is making the announcement two plus two right they figured it out
0: it could so, also be one of those things where it's like they thought he was like an agent or something you know what i mean like depending on how close you could see like if you're yeah. there it's like it's nick aldis it's not like it's hulk hogan you know what i mean
1: right but it's nick aldis he's taller than most
0: i guess I, so but a lot of their agents are like kind of you know they're you know, they, some of them were wrestlers before. Like, they're not small guys. Yeah, yeah, but like he, all, yeah all the, all the ones know, with him. But yeah. All
1: the ones we know were, but like, you know, I'm saying like he, he's, he's taller yeah. than Pierce. And Pierce is not. I don't know anymore. how
0: he managed to just maybe he did come out with Triple H. just was sitting.
1: And he was wearing the SmackDown color suit. I,
0: I thought it was like a Vince suit. I was like, did he want, go into Vince's locker? It was like, nah, he's got he's got suits like that. Nick oh, he absolutely suits does. Like that all the time.
1: Yeah, but that, that was definitely the SmackDown call. So, di- did you notice KO's new shirt with the KO in blue? Yeah, it was SmackDown. the same blue as SmackDown. It was the same blue as Nick Aldis's suit.
0: We didn't really address this. Why do they keep separating Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn?
1: To enhance the longevity of their feud slash friendship. It's weird.
0: They don't and want now, it to get stale. Yeah.
1: They don't want it to get stale. I like that because shit in WWE gets stale sometimes.
0: Yeah, well, now Sammy's looking for gold. Mm -hmm. You know, Sammy's got some, maybe he's got some issues with Drew McIntyre. Maybe Drew McIntyre, he remembers Clash at the Castle. We know he remembers Clash at the Castle Mm -hmm. because he told Seth Rollins about Clash at the the Castle. And I'm getting sick. And you know what, man? I'm on Drew's side because people keep telling him to move on. And it's like, are you serious, dude? Like the bloodline screwed him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's not gonna forget that. Why would he forget that? You know what I mean? Like, come on.
1: So I see I do see both sides, right? Obviously, yes, you need you need to have that anger at the bloodline still, because if they ever get look like they're coming towards your path, you gotta keep them out of it. So I get that. But he should be focusing on Seth and his shot at the title. Yeah.
0: Now, I wonder what the deal Rhea Ripley has with Drew because they were speaking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's in a shot in a camera, they're in the background, they're just talking to each other. Mm-hmm. So
1: I remember catching that also when that was a
0: week ago. Mm-hmm. But this week, the Judgment Day without her there are talking and they're trying to get something done. I don't remember what exactly. And Dom's like, Did you tell mommy about this? And they're like, Listen, don't even worry about it. And then she shows up and they're like, yeah, you know, it's all good. You know what I mean? You remember that bit? Yeah. Like, are they scared of her? Like, what are you talking
1: about, man? Come on. So, short answer, yes, because they can't put their hands on her, but she can.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. But they got the belts back. I. It's just the whole Bloodline Judgment Day coalition's working.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and and now, Heyman... What yeah. I liked was Heyman called out that Jay went into business, that Jimmy, damn it, <laughs> that Jimmy Jay went Jay, Jimmy, business-
0: Jimmy, Jay. You got to do it that way. That's why you get both yeah, of them.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> that J- Jimmy, Jay, Jay, Jimmy, 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 went into <laughs> business for himself, called a shot, succeeded, but he still was sort of the undertone there was that, he still did something the tribal chief did not ask him to do and might have told him to not do.
0: You would think that he'd be okay with that because now Cody and Jay are out of his face.
1: Right. So, yes. And he did
0: antagonize Jimmy a little bit on that.
1: Right. But ends and means, right? right? It's like you achieved the goal we wanted, but that still wasn't something we wanted you to do. So, we like, we know... Roman, our tribal chief, likes things the way he likes them. He doesn't like yeet. We didn't hear Jimmy say yeet. You say it a lot.
0: I've yet to say it since the proclamation was made, so...
1: You're right. Sorry. (laughs) I acknowledge my tribal chief.
0: Yeah, well, you better. uh, Or else you're going to be in a lot of trouble. Mm. Uh, Much like... EOS Guy at Damage Control cuz Bianca Belair is back. Mm-hmm. Uh she's fit as a fiddle. Always she's is. Still a good guy. She went out mm-hmm. there, she saved Charlotte Flair from a beating after Damage Control successfully uh helped EOS Guy retain her championship. We were worried.
1: Yep. Mhm. The the curse of Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte wants a belt, she gets a belt. But not this time. Right. Oh, no. no. Especially since we had uh, there was the face to face with Jade last week, but we also saw Jade on NXT this week. So I like that and we know Raw. she's there, we know she's around, she's given, she's being given the star treatment, but we are not given any actual clue as to where she will land.
0: Raw probably. Likely. First opponent Nia Jax.
1: Please don't hurt
0: her. Hear me out. You just, if Jade squashes Nia Jax.
1: It shouldn't be a squash, but Jade should win. I don't think, I don't think Nia Jax should be a first opponent. I get where you're going. Maybe make it, like not Shayna. Natty's, is Natty Raw SmackDown?
0: SmackDown, because she's got like this thing going with Tegan Knox.
1: Right. Or NXT? Uh,
0: I don't know, wherever she wants to go.
1: Zoe Stark. What you say is what you get. They're kind of so, I mean, they, they don't, uh, I feel like they don't want to put uh, like that kind of blemish on Zoe. I wouldn't Maybe do it Zoe.
0: with Zoe. Um, I really think it should be Nia Jax because by the time uh, Jay debuts, well, we'd have been, uh, Rhea would probably be done with Nia Jax, I think, by that time. But now she's got to fight a bunch of people, she's got to fight yeah. Shada Baszler.
1: It's a fatal four-way or five-way at Crown Jewel?
0: Something like that, yeah. It's a many women for one match, uh, my friend. So mm-hmm. I don't know why my did that, okay.
1: Just get just get all just get all the women out there at once so that anyone that needs to ignore the match, not watch it. They, you know, they take a little break.
0: Or watch closely. Are the tag titles cursed? Rich
1: If they are, I am willing to believe that um, Isla Dawn is the one that set the curse. And now we see that Albafire and Isla Dawn are coming for the Women's Tag Team Championship.
0: I mean, I gotta say, Chelsea Green has gotta be pretty impressive having defended the Tag Team Championship zero times. And, uh... How many days? You know, like ninety days or something like that. But that's I hope they take the titles off of them.
1: You tell Piper Niven she has to do something.
0: All right. (laughs) Do something. Do
1: something. I meant like in person.
0: Oh well, I need she need context, otherwise I'd just sound like a crazy person.
1: (laughs) <laughs> no, it's, it's like, go defend Come your titles, on. or I'm shipping Do you the titles. Do
0: something. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's defend these chill. titles
1: against me and my
0: friend here, and then it'll be you,
1: and then we're going to... they got to start, I mean, okay, so, 2 I, I feel like two years from now, by then, Piper Niven has to be sort of at the level, within WWE's eyes and in her presentation, at the level of Nia Jax.
0: I don't know why she isn't. She just gets clowned so hard. It's like like people can't see their their weight is about the same,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Piper's probably tougher. Like she's done crazy matches with freaking Alba Fire mm-hmm. before. Kelly in the before time, Ray. so cheese graters were used. You know, uh, she she'll do that to you. So I don't I don't get that. It just doesn't make any sense to me. All the big girls should be should have that's their advantage, is their power. Right. But like she gets beat by girls small at her a lot. It's weird.
1: It's it's a little bit the WWE formula. So this is the biggest little man kind of thing.
0: Yeah, but that's why you don't have credible threats. Yeah. That's why Rhea Ripley hasn't had a title defense and I don't know. And I think the last time was against freaking Nat- Natalia. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like Natalia's great, but she's not new. You know what I mean?
1: I feel like it's like a video game where, like, there ha- where the rules are. The rules state there has to be some sort of balance. Obviously, if you have the size and you have the strength, you shouldn't have the speed, right? Mm. For instance, I feel like that's why they buried Keith Lee. Uh, bearcat was a bearcat. Is that what it was? They tried
0: the bearcat, and it didn't work. And you, they dressed them up,
1: right? Weird. So, so you get Nia Jax beat by like a, a roll up. You get Piper Niven beat by a roll up, or like she hurts herself and gets rolled up,
0: or a fruit roll up,
1: fruit roll up, or miss a
0: splash, you know, and then
1: right, yeah. like that kind of thing. Yes, it makes sense, but. They should be smarter than that it's like any person that's especially like in a physical business no should know their strengths and weaknesses and play specifically to their strengths and avoid the things that are going to show their weaknesses so like a big person yes a larger person a, a, an Ajax, a Piper Niv, and a Bronson Reed going to the top can do a lot of damage. However, they're going to take a lot of time to get there. So the smaller person is is already naturally faster than them on when everything's on the same plane. Someone slower trying to climb versus someone that can very quickly and easily roll away. Yes, 90% of the time that person should roll away. So it should be like, okay, well, let me calculate. Yes, a splash would be very impactful, but I'm probably not going to hit it, so let me not bother. Right. That should should be the mentality. I feel like they're kind of trying to move there, right? To move away from the video game, there has to be a balance sort of thing. That's going to be very, very difficult because then that'll make it very difficult to tell a giant killer story. But it has to be... like. They, they need to they need a better system, I feel. They need a better formula.
0: You know, Rich, who else needs a better formula is Sting. Because he... Sting! Sting! As Tony Schiavone cries into his inshore... um Sting! In 2020 Revolution, the next revolution... Will 2024. Be the final match of the Stinger Bro. Mm-hmm. Rich Torres, how emotional were you? Uh, did you feel it? Um, what's going on here?
1: So, not incredibly emotional. Now, not, nothing, nothing like we know. I'm not like I'm not a Sting fan. My issue with Sting, we we know what the issue is. Like to me, maybe he should have stopped in 2015. But like you know, he he didn't like what that turned into, the way it went down. I get it. Finish on your own terms. Maybe I think he should have retired in Impact. He had a great run there. He was he was you know the Joker Sting. It looked like it was a lot of fun for him to do. He comes he he comes to AEW and not for nothing. I think at least Impact like yeah Impact like they're at uh, I think they're at Universal Studios. So they get like oh we are I don't know where they are, but they get they're one of those places where like they're in the same place every week. So they get like the same crowd every week. But at least it's like sold out. Sting someone showed a picture from him the other way, and there's like 16 people that he's facing, which reminds me of, of a thought I had. If WWE truly wanted to bury AEW, what they would start doing, they would have another stationary camera opposite hard camera side. So when someone like Cody says, Excuse, excuse my back for a moment, I'm gonna I I want to see the audience. He turns around, he turns his back on the main hard camera. You then get a view of the other hard camera to show the sold-out other side. I feel like if they wanted to give these trolls online a proper perspective, that's what they would do. Yeah. That That being... like, I feel like that would be a powerful tool because a lot of people are using it against AEW. WWE can do the same thing. That, like, they... We know WWE's production is like a twelve out of ten. They're always super good, except with uh was Jimmy's except with Jimmy's superkick this week.
0: Uh, John Cena's got to protect his money maker.
1: I guess <laughs> so. I mean, he's certainly not protecting the friggin' bald spot in the back of his head.
0: Oh, come off it!
1: That was like he he turned it directly to the camera. It was like, wow, he looks like me.
0: Well, uh, don't you want to be represented? Um... I do.
1: And if Cena's representative of me, go for Cena. Just shave it. Anyway. WWE could easily next week put a camera on the opposite side and have the two cameras not be in shot of each other, which I know is always a concern. Sure, it will take up probably a dozen seats worth with all the cabling and everything. It's a sacrifice they can make.
0: Yeah, I mean... You know, WWE's been doing it a lot longer. And with the exception, I don't know why I bring this up, with the exception of, like, a handful of songs, the music sucks there. Like, I don't know if it's, like, the sound system. It's just not as good as the WWE shows. Like, even NXT's, like, sound system's better. Like, I don't know what it is.
1: So here's the thing. Uh, We know AEW, I'll I'll circle back to Sting's announcement. With us in a moment. But we know AEW is partnered with, I don't remember the name of the company, but they are about um inclusion for people with um like hearing um, problems, sensitivities, sensory right? issues, right, right? Sensory issues. That's it. So none of their pyros have the base that WWE pyros have. Because I see. We've we've been to WWE shows where we see when a pyro goes off, there are actually two. We've seen, I think, when we were at Raw that time, where we were sitting like near the curtain, near Gorilla. We there was the there was the pyro front of stage on the actual stage, and we saw a flash from the back. Also, that flash from the back is what created the boom to right. emphasize the explosion that we saw. The pyros that we saw. AEW doesn't do that for the fans with sensory issues. I think they probably don't pump in the bass to the music as much for the same reason. Because you're sitting there, like when we're at a WWE show, we're sitting there, someone's music hits, we feel the rumble of the music.
0: Yeah, it's great.
1: For someone with sensory issues, if they're sitting there, like they're wearing their soundproof headphones, they might not want all that vibration either. There are people that are sensitive to vibration.
0: I hear you. So
1: I think that's probably part of it. Does that affect our experience? Yes. I feel like they're doing good work. And like the quality of the music that we get, it's a minor thing. So forgive me my ADD. Circling back to Sting's announcement of his uh, upcoming retirement. Um, First of all, like, like, like I was saying, maybe he should have done Impact or whatever. But either way, this is the way he wants to do it. He debuted at Revolution 2019, 2020, whatever it was. His retirement is going to be Revolution 2024, which I'm looking here. It will be March. It's expected to be March 3rd, um, 2024. As far as my feelings about his announcement, I've never been much of a fan of the traditional Sting character as a talker. Nice mention of Dusty. Nice mention of Ric Flair. Like, he should have given a nod to Dustin, who's been do- doing it a damn long time as well. Sting literally saw probably like Dustin's first match. Yeah, I don't know WCW. why people don't
0: put more respect on Dustin. Like, matter of fact, maybe that should be Sting's last match. He should wrestle That's a great Dustin.
1: Idea. He should wrestle St- Dustin Rhodes. Sting versus the Benjamin Button of wrestling.
0: Yeah it that way like i don't know what he would gain from that but why not dustin or
1: the uh, i mean the the son the 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 eldest the... the eldest son of one of his greatest rivals right
0: i guess so yeah and
1: one of the best ever i mean and you know dustin being a like like we just had a ridiculous veteran in his own right yeah that would be a great it would be a great match it would I feel like they could put a lot of emotion into it Knowing Tony Khan, personally, like I do, which I don't, but like I do, I know he's going to give Sting's last match the gravity and hopefully the emotional um, connection to the audience that it deserves. Like him or not, Sting is a legend. Sting has given a lot of his life to this business. He's given us a lot of amazing moments. And we want to see him end his career on his own terms. And we want it to be a memorable moment. Like the HBK flair type moment.
0: Yeah, you could make it that he retires also. Like Dustin also retires. You could do a double retirement. You know? uh, That would be a bad last match for Dustin Rhodes either.
1: Correct. My only issue is... It, like, is it is it thunder stealing? You know, is it? That's true. Uh, the, and the, and obviously the focus would be on Sting, but then that that then take away from Dustin's legacy of his last match.
0: I don't know. That's true. It is an ego business, but if they really wanted to make money, it'd be Cody.
1: Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, I, they can't. Like, I feel like if. I feel like the only way that could happen, like Tony Khan would have to actually put the deed to AEW on the table (laughs) to get Cody to come over. It's like, all right, it's Sting's last match. It's also AEW's last match (laughs) or like WWE's fourth brand.
0: Or, yeah, like that. it's supposed to try to figure out who Sting's opponent's supposed to be. And then it's uh, Triple H and Ari Emanuel on the screen. Yeah. And then it, like it's Cody and also we bought this.
1: Like... like, you know, the name on the deed says Khan, but it doesn't say Tony Khan.
0: Yeah, there you go.
1: It's <laughs> perfect. Um yeah, Tony Khan, I'm like
0: Yeah, it's got that like perplexed, like worried look on his face. <laughs> he's and gotta he... do
1: the he's gotta do the, the Vince panicky terrified look.
0: Yeah, he and then he should be the raw GM in about like a month or two. It'll be He's Tony back. time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Uh, well, oh, I wanted to take talk about this real quick. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely Carmelo Hayes that attacked Trick Williams, right? Oh, are we doing it? Is HBK going into the the old toolbox? Remember, Shawn Michaels was attacked, so, and then we didn't know who it was, and it turned out to be
1: Triple H. So, dude, there there are a few. Actual wrestling moments that I remember watching at your house, and right. that was one of them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I remember that. Like there are a lot of moments that we had that I remember watching at your house. I remember this wrestling moment at your house when they when they enhanced that grainy surveillance image yeah. of who attacked Shawn Michaels in the parking lot, who put his face through the the car uh, window, yeah, at, like the way Sean put Marty through the barbershop window i remember that that was a moment i remember and i'm triple h with the sledgehammer i remember yeah. all that but yeah. uh man i digress so much what were we talking about <laughs> oh okay uh, no okay oh
0: hey the trick williams
1: so i got something to circle around with that all right jimmy said something today
0: Okay. Jimmy, J, J, Jimmy, Jimmy, J.
1: Yes. I say today because I watched SmackDown today, but Jimmy said something on SmackDown last night. He called himself him.
0: I think that's just a thing that they do on the island now, but he is not him. I mean... is it Roman Reigns him technically? uh,
1: Right. I know but, Carmelo Hayes is
0: referred to as him, but that's not a, like an original thing that he just made up.
1: I mean, so in, in the wrestling world...
0: Like, in the wrestling world, he's the first one that I know of that refers to themselves as that.
1: Right. In the WWE universe, Carmelo Hayes is the first one to do so. So... Wrestling rules, it's him. He's It's his. So... I am I, he
0: was called I am.
1: I wonder if that was the first seed... Planted by Jimmy for Carmelo's call up, which could mean yes, maybe it was Carmelo that attacked Trick.
0: I mean, dude, you're reaching harder than the USA Twitter where they're like, it's uh, LA night with the glasses, and the caption is, Look in my eyes, what do you see? <laughs> There's a GTA GTS from Shitsuke Nakamura that means. <laughs> that, that CM Punk's coming. <laughs> he said he was him. Carmelo Hayes' call-up is imminent. You are a meme. And if you're right, goddamn. you know. But they're going to evolve him in that bloodline stuff, though? I don't know.
1: So, you never know. You never know who he might pair up with. Like, maybe... Uh, you know what? I don't know. I, I don't even want to speculate. It's far too soon. All I'm saying is, if it wasn't an intentional seed, it could be an incidental seed later on. Like, Sam, like Sammy's involvement wasn't supposed to be nearly as long as it was. It just caught on like wildfire because Sammy was just so damn good. He's undeniable.
0: Yeah, but we saw that happen. We didn't have somebody mention... Yeah, you know what? There's a conspiracy against me. And then next week, oh my God, Sami Zayn's in the bloodline or something. You know, it's not like that. You know what mm. I mean? Um, like there's someone in the red headed devil into their midst, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which we all thought at the time. Um, but no, things worked yeah. out. So, uh, one thing I wanted to talk about before we moved on Logan Paul. Logan, Rey Mysterio, United States Championship, mm-hmm. Crown Jewel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think they give it to Logan, but if they do, I would not be surprised.
1: I think they give it to Logan with a legato turn. Here's why.
0: Because it'd be the best.
1: So, oh <laughs> well, yeah, that too. Like in, in all the ways, heat on Logan for not properly earning it, and of course, he's going to say he did, he, he did it single-handedly with the friggin' uh, steel in his fist. The power but, of the punch. Right. When... <sighs> Shit. I just watched SmackDown, too. Hey, it's so okay, dude. It was Santos versus... It was the first damn match on SmackDown. Montez Ford. Right, okay. So... And then, you know, Dawkins and Lashley got involved, and Cruz, El Toro, and Walking Wild, yada, yada. Where was Ray? Not there. Ray checks on Santos Slater, you know, and Vega says, uh, you sure you want to do this alone? We're a family. Oh. You, she said to Ray, you said we're a family. Well, They're well, already well, using Ray's words against him. Because Ray is not showing what he's saying.
0: Yep. That's a wrap. I think you caught it. If it's that blatant, we're done here. Mm. That's it. It's time to move on from this. Uh,
1: you caught that too though, right?
0: Yeah, dude. Okay. I'm okay. just like, you know, I'm yeah. glad that you brought it into the episode because I forgot. So
1: mm-hmm. no, that that was that that was pinned into my brain. And you mentioning uh Logan Paul uh reminded me. But Yes, this has to happen. Get, I like. I'm, I'm cool with it. Give him the U.S. title, give him the U.S. title. Have him not earn it, like you know, make it, make it dirty. That's fine.
0: It just looks like something he would have too. Yeah, like the thing of the title looks like a weird Pokemon anyway. So he could just have that belt, whatever, and like you know, get more eyes on the product. It sounds mm-hmm. like a very uh, TKO thing to do. Uh, mm-hmm. make you know, let's. Get it going, man. Let's make some money.
1: Yeah. And I and I, I've been down for the legato heel turn for so long. Like
0: Me too. This LWL thing, just like, why are you doing that?
1: Face Santos is weak. Literally. In every way. He's 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 barely the boss of the Stooges.
0: You can't be a face when you look like a heel. Like, I'm sorry. But that dude looks like a heel. Like, he looks like a heel. He looks like a heel. Like, when as a baby face, it just feels uncomfortable. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like, somebody who doesn't want to, like... You're not really being, you know, what you can be, I feel like, I think. Like, some people just don't fit it that way.
1: Yes, and I'm going to add to that. I'm glad... And I don't say this about most luchadores that do this. I'm glad they took away his mask. Or he lost his mask, whichever whichever the case is, whether it was his idea or WWE's idea, because he has a great look, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's really expressive behind, like his. He was doing full mask if you if you remember, uh, if you remember from his. Well, first he was NXT in the Cruiserweight
0: Classic, Or right. Whatever, and he turned heel on Drake Maverick. He had took his mask off, and right. he was the guy that was behind the, the, the Legato. It was the whole big reveal thing.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you remember El Hijo del Fantasma. He had a good run in uh, TNA. I was watching TNA back then, so I remember it. And we know Santos Escobar is great. and He
0: is great.
1: And this eventual feud with Rey will show the world that hasn't seen it, will show them how great he is. And I can't wait for it. Let's go! Santos
0: Escobar. Yeah, man. Let's sweep this gimmick under the rug. Let's get out of here with this LWO nonsense, man. It was just a nice little fun little thing. And how is it the LWO? Not one person riding a mower. Not one person. Not one. Get
1: out of here. That was Mexico's. Oh yeah, it's true. This it was Mexico's. <laughs> so that's our thoughts on the Legato slash LWO situation plus what's causing all this and The female tag titles, the men's tag titles, Bloodline, Jimmy J, J. Jimmy, all that. What do you think of all or any of that? Let us know down below. Don't forget to hit up the link tree. There's our email in there. There's all our socials in there. You know what to do. Hit the bell. Hit the thing. The other thing. Give us a comment. Let us know your thoughts. If you have requests of us, send those in as well. We have one pending. We're going to get to a promise. We're going to have a special episode. Wait for it. With that said, Jared's got a party message.
0: Uh, any commitments make rich to rich basis from him and him alone. Uh, I do not promise shit. Uh, I wanted to say that I know today's episode seems a little bit all over the place, but that's because something comes into the mind. You just talk about it. You know, that's like the best part. And this was the perfect episode to test chapters. So now, you know, in the descriptions, you've got the timestamp, so you can just go to whatever you want to <laughs> in case uh, some rambly parts you don't like. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening and checking out the Basement Booker's podcast. Really appreciate all the recent traffic we've been getting. Uh, if you like what you saw, please hit that like button to subscribe. The Match of Life is scheduled for a one fall. So make
1: it count. Do what the man says. Follow the booker.